This episode of Intelligent Medicine is brought to you by Healthy Aging, providing you with the unique energy support of Pure NT Factor. NT Factor is the only nutritional formula clinically proven to reduce fatigue, whatever the cause, whether it be age, illness, or just being run down. NT Factor from Nutritional Therapeutics repairs damaged cells. Clinical trials have shown NT Factor reduces fatigue by almost half, and it even reverses some symptoms of aging. I've been taking NT Factor for years with a 45-day money-back guarantee of nothing to lose. To order, call 800-982-9158. That's 800-982-9158. Or go to ntfactor.com. That's ntfactor.com. Welcome to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. And now for something completely different, because we're going to talk about uh, something that is fundamental to human health, and that is our soil. And the context for this is that uh, it's springtime, and we're also in the midst of COVID. And during COVID, uh, a lot of people... uh, embarked on something new, which is home gardening. And home gardening makes a lot of sense when we're trying to get fresh fruits and vegetables and herbs. But uh, the condition of the soil is very, very germane to our health. And today we're going to talk to an expert. He's Howard Garrett, a.k.a. The Dirt Doctor. And uh, so let's talk a little bit about... uh, Organic gardening. You are an expert in the subject of organic gardening, having written numerous books on the subject. Uh, I see here that uh, you've written 15 books, including the Organic Manual. Also, you've written some uh, Texas-specific guidebooks because that's your home state. Uh, You even have written uh, treatises for the professional. Organic Management for the Professional. It's the first comprehensive guide to going green. In large-scale landscaping, hooray, because, you know, with all the pesticides and all the junk that we put into our soil, uh, it's not great for the soil, it's not great for the plants, it's not great for us humans, right? Well, that's exactly right, and I'm delighted to talk to you, Dr. Huffman, because there's so much uh, related between what I do and what what real doctors (laughs) do uh, with uh, humans and with animals, too, so it's a it's a great thing for us to uh, discuss today. Okay, so frame the issue for us. You know, we, we have all these uh, wonderful new techniques to enhance uh, productivity uh, and get rid of pests. Uh, we have GMO crops. Uh, but are we ultimately paying a price for our reliance on these high-tech methods? Well, I think a big one, and I think people are just now catching on to it. It's It's pretty remarkable that it's taken this long to catch on. One of the reasons for it is that uh, there are no universities that teach this natural organic approach that we teach. It's one of the reasons why we set up an online uh, course and we're doing some shorter versions of it now. And even where I went to college, uh, the, the horticulture and agriculture departments just don't teach anything about this natural organic approach at all. That's the problem that's where really the problem starts is right there and 
You know, I have here in my hands uh, a copy of a, a recent study, and I'm sure you're aware of this. Uh, it's an amazing study out of France. It's called the Nutrinet Santé Study. Santé is, you know, what you say instead of uh, cheers or good health or lahayim, it means health. And uh, it's entitled The Prospective Association Between Organic Food Consumption and the Risk of Type 2 Diabetes. And uh, it's fascinating because uh, there is a relationship. There's also a relationship between, in, that came out of this study when they looked at the relationship between organic food consumption and certain cancers. So, yeah, you, you know, that it, it's important, right? Well, very important. I think there's a relationship not only uh, with cancer, but other degenerative diseases as well, low sperm count, and the list just goes on and on and on. So uh, yeah, there's kind of a trade-off here, you know, in the name of productivity, in the name of, uh, you know, shelf life uh, and, uh, you know, efforts to control uh, pests, uh, we have uh, dam ultimately damaged the soil. I mean, it's kind of a little bit of a, a reincarnation of the Dust Bowl experience that we had during the Depression in terms of our soil qualities. Well, that's exactly what we teach people is how to detox the soil and move toward building healthy soil because that's the key to everything that I, that I talk about. If the soil is healthy, then there will be healthy roots, healthy biological activity related to the roots, uh, the proper trace minerals and uh, acids and all the good stuff getting into the plants and the food quality and the taste both. Uh, rise from that. So it's all related. It's kind of like the health of the gut, same kind of a, a thing in, in animals. And, and indeed, there's a, a real uh, close relationship between uh, soil health and the use of uh, natural uh, gardening approaches, organic gardening approaches, and the health of the human microbiome. Uh, could could you lay out that, that thesis for us? You bet. It's... Um I guess the first time it was explained to me, and I went organic, a lot of people want to know how I got into it without, you know, going to college to learn it or anything, but my daughter, Logan, was born in 1985, and when she was a kid, nine months old, like all kids, she was crawling around, walking around, picking up things and putting them in her mouth, and I decided I didn't want to have any toxic chemicals around my little girl. I didn't even know what organic gardening was at that point. Well, I called around and people were helpful to me and introduced me to people who had done organic gardening on a farming and gardening food crop basis. And I took that information and just bought it hook, line, and sinker. It just made so much sense to me. It was easy. And I converted all my landscape work. I'm a landscape architect, original work that I did, and I, I found it was so much easier to do landscaping than the food crops, because if you make a mistake with, with landscaping, you can fix it, dust yourself off, and go along. If you mess up with a, with food production, lose your crop, you, you lose your income for the year. So we started working on coming up with a program that would very systematically reduce the toxicity of the soil if we knew it was toxic or had a suspicion it was, and how to convert it over to uh, a, a healthy program. And I learned that instead of using comp instead of using peat moss, compost was far more effective. And I learned the value of 
rock minerals uh, used in the soil and the, and the value of things that would stimulate in a quicker way the biological activity of the soil, the beneficial bacteria and, and fungi and protozoa and all the things that are that are supposed to be there. I and mean, when you put all that in place, when you have that healthy setup, we found that the pest problems, both diseases and insect pests, dropped like a rock. So that was the first step of coming up with uh, an organic, a natural organic pest control program, just having the, the soil and the plants healthy. And then the few pests that did pop up, we came up with techniques and, and products that were low toxicity or no toxicity, the first ones that we use, and then no to low toxicity if we have to because we don't want to kill the beneficial insects and beneficial microbes. And so the whole thing just kind of fell into place. It's just a common sense approach is what it really is. And thereby, you may have also protected yourself from the ravages of exposure to some of the commonly used uh, pesticides and herbicides out there. You know, we've had a lot of cases of people with uh, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma uh, who were in your profession. They were landscapers. And, right. uh, you know, and do, do, do you know of any of your colleagues who've, who've come down with us or have experienced health problems because they were literally saturated in Roundup? Oh, yeah, we hear about it from time to time, not only the people themselves, but their family. And, you know, one of the most common things that we run into, I have veterinarian friends that are into this organic approach as well. And one of the strong correlations they've discovered is when when uh, one of their uh, patients comes in with a dog, dog patient, or a cat, especially dogs, and has cancer, he always ask them if they use herbicides in the garden, and the mm -hmm. uh, uh, relationship there is almost 100%. Yeah. You know, it makes sense. They're running around with their poor little bare paws in the ground and all, and they're more, more sensitive to it than we are, but uh, okay, it so, certainly affects people, too. So, so let's take it step by step. You know, What advice would you give to somebody who's imbued with enthusiasm about starting their own uh, organic garden? And, and let's say they inhabit a an industrial state like uh new jersey you know and they got they got a backyard but uh you know that's a that's a state where there's been a lot of pollution uh what do you do you take off uh, the topsoil and just haul it away and then you know get some fresh uh, uh soil or mulch or you know start all over again no that's one of the things that i did differently i saw that the economics of that wasn't very good and i also saw that a, a detox program that i came up with takes care of no matter what the contamination is the first step is to stop using whatever it is that's doing the contamination high nitrogen synthetic fertilizers that are loaded with all kind of unknown things and and a bad level of major nutrients and very few trace minerals and all that but it they also have a lot of toxins in them and then of course roundup and 2,4-D and dicamba and all the herbicides and things like that uh, have been marketed that they don't hang around in the soil, but they do hang around for a long time unless you do something to change it. So we we start we stop using the bad stuff, and then we start using products that build the life in the soil. Compost, rock minerals, and sugars are the basic three things that we use, and we can actually detox the soil 
and have good production on the food crops the very first uh, season. And we don't have to haul off the soil. We can we can detox it and make it healthy no matter whether it's sandy or clay or anything in between. You developed something called Garrett Juice, uh, not for human consumption, uh, but it's for <laughs> it's for the soil. What, what what does that consist of? Well, one of the first things that I recommend is uh, the use of a fine textured uh, charcoal, uh, activated charcoal. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you deal which, with which it works too. in the GI tract as well to absorb yeah, toxins. Same yeah. thing. And we, uh, we've discovered that when you mix it with water and you spray it out on the ground, it'll lock up the toxins immediately. And then the rest of the things that I recommend will actually break down the complex molecules and clean up the uh, soil. Well, Garrett juice is a mixture of compost tea, which is a, a form of liquid humate, you know, or carbon, mm-hmm. and then apple cider vinegar, uh, seaweed, liquid seaweed, and liquid molasses. The commercial versions of, and I give the formula out to people all the time. It's in my books and on my website and available to everybody always. And by the way, but your website is, is what? So people can check it is, out. It's dirtdoctor.com. I'll spell that. Okay. Dirtdoctor.com. But the uh, commercial products contain, uh, instead of compost tea, a very fine textured uh, carbon, uh, liquid uh, humate. And it functions like an activated uh, carbon, and activated charcoal in the soil. So everything I recommend does some detoxing, but the Garrett juice uh, can speed it up and be the first thing to use. And it's also a foliar feeding uh, mixture, and it also helps set buds and get flower and fruiting production going better. It's a, a root stimulator. It does a bunch of stuff. It's a, it's a mild fertilizer, basically, organic fertilizer. Can, can we make a, a proper analogy between the soil and the microbiome? That's a big subject here on intelligent medicine. And I know that uh, you uh, are thinking out of the box on this subject, is that uh, what you've learned uh, in uh, horticulture, uh, you've applied to your understanding of human health. Well, it's so closely related, it's kind of scary. I think the life in the soil if you look at it under a microscope, it's just teeming with all kinds of stuff, just like the gut is with, you know, thousands of different kinds of bacteria and fungus and things that are doing things good, that are good and bad of all those things. But if you have, uh, if you have a rich biome, whether it's in the soil or wherever it is, the good guys are going to win. And that's, that's basically what we do. We play, put in place uh, a situation where the the good things overpower uh, the negative. Well, you know, I've often used the analogy of a, of a compost heap when I'm talking about the large intestine and, the, and the, its contents, which are the microbiome. And so, you know, a lot of people uh, would be very, very leery of uh, taking their cherished uh, compost heap and pouring, a, uh, you know, a half uh, full bottle of uh, Coca-Cola onto that. Uh, or, uh, you know, throwing the remnants of, uh, you know, some donuts onto their com- compost heap uh, that are full of preservatives and chemicals. You know, they cherish their compost heap because they're good gardeners. But they wouldn't think twice about subjecting their own internal bacteria to that kind of assault. Yeah, that's true. Of course, if you have, I guess uh, the other thing that's similar, even if you do the bad things from time to time and you eat uh, some other food that's good quality and take the proper 
uh, amendments that you, both you and I recommend, you know, you can overcome it to some degree. But the best of both worlds is you don't have the contamination in the first place and do the good, healthy uh, amendments and uh, additional things. And so you're a proponent of, uh, you know, one of our favorites I read here, you know, Dr. Ahira's probiotics, because uh, it's kind of akin to, uh, I don't know, to a fermented mulch or something for the GI tract. Right. I mean, you can make the analogy. Now, I'm a big fan, been taking it myself for a long time. My family uh, has, and they've seen all kind of great benefits up to and including losing weight and, uh, you know, a lot of other uh, related kinds of things. I, I I regret that I never got to go to, to Japan to meet Dr. O'Hare. I heard a lot of great things about him and all the stories about the the use of the same technology for soil and for feeding uh, tilapia fish and all that. It's just it's so everything is so related to everything else. It's uh, it's very fascinating. I, I see a claim here that. Uh, you know, water is a very precious commodity. Uh, you know, pretty soon, uh, you know, at least it'll be more expensive than than gasoline. Um, it is, says that yeah. your your solutions, water saving solutions, can reduce your water bill forty to fifty percent. You know, I get in the summer, I get water bills that are just eye popping water bills. Uh, how do you manage to do that? Well, that's one of the great side benefits that just comes along for the ride when you build. This, this uh, healthy soil using the compost and organic fertilizers and the, and the rock minerals and the sugars that we recommend instead of all the, the uh, synthetic stuff, you're building tremendous uh, volume of beneficial fungus. It's called mycorrhizal fungus, the fungus in the soil that's so beneficial. And there's others as well. But it's the one that just, uh, it just, greatly, greatly enlarges the root system power hmm. of the plants by millions of times. And that's what is allows the plants to access nutrients easier and also water. And so the plants can go much longer period of time, uh, you know, with the same amount of water. So you cut your water uh, rates and timing way back, and that's what gives you the savings in the water. You know, as a as a uh, landscaping uh, professional and, and gardening expert, uh, in your trade, are you uh, inundated with uh, uh, pitches and and subtle pressures and incentives to use some of these chemicalized products? No, they gave up on me a long time ago. I, <laughs> right. I became so hardcore about my uh, beliefs in organics; they haven't even uh, tried. I've had some people not. Uh, early on, not realizing who I was, one was with the Scotts uh, company, and he had came out with a new book. He was the guy that recommended on the radio and television the Roundup products, and I invited him on the show. I thought that would be great, and he uh, he admitted to me that uh, well, the Scotts Bonus S product with the uh, uh, the atrazine in it and all that, he admitted to me that they have all kinds of lawsuits and problems but they must just make so much money from it they keep yeah. doing it it's but like a speeding ticket for them you know it's like yeah right yeah it's a right yeah, they gave yeah. up on trying to convert me or talk to me about their products so uh it you know the the products in question you know there are a couple of them that you favor uh dr here's probiotics which are 
it's actually more like a, a, per, a fermented food, you know, and that's the nice thing about it is that it's not an ultra concentrated single species probiotic. It's a mixture of probiotics so that um, different probiotics can be introduced into the gastrointestinal tract and uh, they will grow in a natural way rather than overwhelming the gastrointestinal tract with, you know, billions of a single organism. Uh, but there's also one that uh, you mentioned, uh, RegActive. Could you tell us about that? Well, RegActive uh, doesn't put glutathione in your body, but it helps the body create glutathione, which is the body's you know main antioxidant. And it just does all kinds of uh, good things, the buffering power and the way it works synergistically with with the uh, Dr. O'Hara's product and eating organically grown food. And if you do meat, grass-fed meats, uh, which I highly recommend, and, and all that, it just all fits together as a unique uh, puzzle uh, called, you know, health. It's pretty. It's a pretty simple uh, thing, really, if you just open your mind to it and get out of the paradigm you're, you're hooked in and try something a little bit new. A lot of people that listen to you and me uh, obviously are already into it, but we're making a little headway now converting some people that have been uh, reluctant because they're finally seeing that the other way just doesn't work very well at all. And and they are compatible. They can both. It's not an either-or thing. It, you know, people uh, take both because they're targeted to different objectives. You know, one is more balancing the, right. the microbiome and the other is the glutathione uh, synthesizer in the gastrointestinal tract. Uh, so today's call to action is that Dr. Harris probiotics are available through Vitamin Shop, Whole Foods, Sprouts and other natural health retailers across the U.S. And you can get RegActive and Dr. Hira's probiotics at online retailers as well. You can find a retailer near you via www.essentialformulas.com. And uh, you can also follow Dr. Hira's probiotics and RegActive on Facebook. And you, uh, Howard, uh, have your own radio program, right? I do. We're on uh, across the country. Uh, you can just go to dirtdoctor.com and go to the radio section there, and it'll tell you where we're, we're on. We're also uh, streamed live and have a, an app and do podcasts and all the usual stuff. So it's kind of hard to get away from us if you, <laughs> if you don't try real hard. Okay. Well, I got a lot more questions for you. So as our listeners know, we divide our podcast into two parts. So in part two, we're going to get into the nitty-gritty, I was going to say the nitty-gritty dirt band, but hey, you know, you're the dirt doctor, so you should know uh, more on the subject of organic gardening with today's guest, Howard Garrett. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is the Intelligent Medicine Podcast.